I was sitting on the patio of the Starbucks on the corner of Robson and Thurlow. It was fall and the pumpkin lattes were in season. Just as I started to zone out, a screeching crash broke the mood. The noise came from a white jeep bouncing off the back of a bus across Thurlow. I dropped my latte and grabbed my camera, clicking pictures as I ran. Sirens wailed closer. I could see that the bus was empty. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw the driver running from the Starbucks across the intersection, yes, there are two, carrying a coffee in one hand and pulling his mobile phone out of his pocket with the other. He threw the coffee in the middle of the street when it got in the way of dialing. As I reached the Jeep, a police car pulled up. One of the cops jumped out and ran to yank open the driver's door. A body fell sideways and hung from the seat belt. I could tell it was a body and no longer a person because it flopped and there was white powder from the airbag all over its face. The powder stained red from the blood oozing from the hole just below his ear. I took pictures then ran around to the other side before the police could stop me. The passenger door opened and a man stumbled out before folding at the knees and planting his face on the asphalt. I kept snapping for a dozen more shots and then focused on the street action. Miss, please step back. One of the cops walked into my camera range, a blurry, flesh-colored barrier between the action and me. I obeyed. Well, technically, the small step I took was back. Switching to video mode, I started panning the crowd. The cop put his hand in front of the lens. Step farther back, he said. I tried not to sigh. I knew from my history with the cops, it would just antagonize him. I'm not in the way, I'm not interfering, what's the problem? Can I get your name and address, please? Why? You were a witness. The cop looked at my camera. It felt like a threat. Maybe that was because I'd been threatened by the cops before. They didn't like it when people pointed out their failings. I reminded myself to keep my tone even. That doesn't mean I can't take pictures. The cop sighed. Look, you can give me your details now and I'll let you take the pictures while we get the other statements, or you can wait over there until we get around to taking your statement and lose your photo op. Your choice. Fine. Charity Deacon Number 9, Doc B, 1525 Cole Harbor Key, 604 555 Five, 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 five. He wrote it down, and then I went back to videoing the bystanders. Don't go anywhere without giving us your statement. I ignored him and swept my camera over the gathering crowd, recording the cop's head as he walked across my line of sight. Asshole, I muttered. I shot a video of the people on the sidewalk, mostly people trying to see and not see at the same time. Turning, I scanned across the street. A few cars were backed up at the intersection, but one in particular caught my attention. Two men stood beside a black SUV, both well-dressed and well-built. What made them stand out were the smiles they wore, identical and smug.